This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the fire. Welcome to the Fire Boys. My name is Parker McDonald. And I'm Walter Lee, and we'll be your hosts on this episode of the Southern Collective Hunting Podcast. If you're a new hunter trying to learn the basics, or you're a veteran woodsman just trying to get through your workday, there's always a place at our campfire for you. Speaking of the fire, we would love it if you guys would join our growing Patreon community and be a part of the best and only digital deer camp south of the Mason-Dixon line. Come on. If you'd like to learn more, click on the link in the show notes. But for now, Walt, welcome welcome to the fire. Oh, man. Well, we are giddy with excitement. We have no idea what we're doing here, but welcome, everybody, uh, to the first episode of the Southern Collective Podcast. I am thrilled I got that far into the sentence, and so I'm going to kick it to you guys. Gentlemen, we have been fooling with mics and trying to perfect this thing. I don't think everybody realizes or appreciates just how much we go through to produce the best audio quality ever seen in the hunting space. I mean, it, it's it's a hell of a bird. job of it. <laughs> but this is it fellas this is this is this is it this is the grand opening the doors are open the red ribbon has been cut Uh, if you're listening to this the website is live uh the shop is live uh, brett's first self-film video is live i mean it's it's here we we told you guys it was coming and boys i am restless at night i get so excited about this yeah, dude. Um, you know, Matt showed up tonight wearing a shirt that said Gamecocks and it fired me up. And, you know, I've, I've been excited ever since. Uh, <laughs> no, we've, we've got this, uh, we've got this website, man. It's, it's just rolling and I've spent a lot of time on it. Um, and we've got shirts for sale. Yep. On the website. First SoCo shirts, uh, went live for pre order. So, Everybody needs to go check those out. Um, again, we spent a lot of time trying to make sure that uh, we got all this stuff put together. And um, also, it's really hard to prepare all this stuff to launch on the same day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. I've, I've been working on websites. Uh, we've been trying to put stuff on social media. Uh, we're giving away a bow today. Um, 
like there's just a lot of lot of logistical stuff to think about. But um, the logistical stuff only lasts for so long because deer season is almost here. So I keep reminding myself of that. Like we're, we launched right now because it's close to deer season. Mm-hmm. So that's at least that's something to be super excited about. I am, Absolutely. I am so excited. I can't this is this is going to be awesome. Gentlemen, we are joined by two of Alabama's finest deer killers. We've got the Honorable Brett Mashburn and the, I guess, also equally as Honorable <laughs> Allie, <Nah>. Allie Newell. <laughs> the Gamecock. Yeah, yeah. I'm on my wife's computer tonight. <laughs> Oh, you got me there, Walt. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fellas, you two have been slaving away along along with the rest of us to get this thing up and going. Um, I just want to give a shout out to you two for helping carry a lot of the weight on social media and the Patreon group. You guys have been driving the conversation and really pushing a lot of content for us so that you know, Parker can do his, his magic. I, I still have yet to see the magic wand. He pulls out of his glove box to, to make these things like the graphics and the website happen. But, you know, I've been able to focus on, on a lot of other stuff logistically to get, you know, the, the shop up and running. But this is one of those moments we're going to be looking back on. And it's going to be like, do y'all remember when we all sat apart from each other and a bunch of random offices fighting with audio equipment and you know, I mean, this is the beginning of something big. So I just want to say thanks to, for you two for all everything you've done up until this point. I mean, the fall is going to be here quick. No, it'll, it's it's right around the corner. And Walt, thanks for you know having us with doing this. Uh, we're I'm excited. I know Brad's excited. He's grinning right now, ear to ear. And then you know, we we haven't even talked about this yet, but some of us met for the first time last week, last weekend at the World Deer Expo in Birmingham. And if y'all are listening to this and y'all came by and uh, said hi to us or just saw us and didn't say hi, we appreciate that. We appreciate y'all coming up. It means a lot to us. But, uh, Walt, I think you and I met three years ago just over social media when I moved mm-hmm. to Florida. And, you know, the first time you come up to meet me, it's like, man, we've been trying to do this for three years and, <laughs> and here we are. You know, so it's, it was a cool thing as a team member when you put four people together uh, to see what kind of chemistry you have you know sometimes it's it's different and you're just like well huh but you know this it may sound cliche but you know we just kind of clicked when we were all there whether it be you know mm-hmm. working together to sell saddles or just to tell simple stories um you know it was it was a blast in itself so that that encourages me even more about this group and where we we're going and what our end goal is and all this yeah, yeah i think dude, and- Go ahead, buddy. Sorry, I was just going to say, like, it, it's always nice in those shows to get there and, and see, like, like meet these people. Eat, like, this this scenario you're talking about with y'all two, like, that was kind of ridiculous. That that's the first time y'all met. But a lot of the people, that's the, really the opportunity that we have to meet them. You know, you, you see their names on Facebook or Instagram. They comment on stuff. You talk back and forth with a lot of these people. And so you know who they are when they come up to you and and it's it's just a lot of fun like i really i really value the expo like it's fun to to go and hang out with people but um any of those shows like that nwtf is the same way you just really get to put a face with with the name that you see on social media or or a patron uh some of our patreon you know i've met a lot of those and i wanted to say too well you know as long as we're giving shout outs like the guys who stopped by the booth 
talked to us for a little bit, and then yep. eventually we saw their name show up on on Patreon. Yeah, like, was that, Jeremy one that of them? Is, yeah, yeah, Jeremy was one Jeremy. of them. Yeah, he was on today. Uh, Kyle, I know Kyle Huffsteller was was one of yep. them as well. And uh, he's a good buddy. And you know that that stuff means means a a whole lot more than anybody ever really. Like I know it's not a whole lot of money, ten bucks, five bucks, whatever it is. It's not a lot of money to you, but uh, the fact that you put it towards uh, something that you, you believe in, what we do enough for for that, you know, especially considering this is episode one, you know, you're just <laughs> yeah. going based on you're going based on what you've seen in in past past things that we've done. And so, um, man, I just I really appreciate that. That's uh, that's a special kind of feeling when you see those names pop up. Well, along the lines of appreciation, one of the things we talk about, you heard in the intro about being part of the digital deer camp, supporting the show. And I, I want to echo what Parker's saying, the fact that they take the time to support us. I know till you said $10 doesn't make, make a, you know, mean a lot, but to us, it makes a huge difference because we're able to take that yep. money and put it right directly into the production cost of this show. And uh, there's a lot of those. It doesn't seem like there would be, but the four of us are striving really hard to provide a high quality product for you all. And there's a lot of associated costs that build up over time and it makes an enormous difference. And so I just want to say thank you again. I've been saying this for years now, but for everybody who stops to support us, it makes an enormous difference. And so one of the things we we advertise is that if you sign up for Patreon, you get a shout out on the podcast. And so we're going to highlight some of those new names. So Jeremy Stacy. Appreciate you coming to the show. It was awesome to see and get to meet you. In fact, he'd been pitting us on Instagram for a long time now. But we've also yeah. got Kyle, uh, Scott Terry, and James Moffat. We've got a bunch more, but we're going to spread these out over the different episodes so that we don't sit here for uh, a solid 20 minutes just thanking people awkwardly. Uh, it'd kind of be like as everybody's filtering out of church and you're like, hey, thanks for coming. Hey, hey, thanks for coming. You know, but um I appreciate you guys. And for everybody who's signed up so far, uh, I put a lot of stuff on Patreon. I send a bunch of emails, but sometimes it's just easy to get mixed up. If you're due hats or shirts or any kind of uh, goodies, um, it's all coming. It's all on order. It's going to be coming uh, in, the, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we've got koozies. We've got hats. We've got shirts. Is that everything? Stickers. We got stickers coming too because everybody loves stickers. So all that stuff's coming. We're going to get you caught up here soon with all the new merch. So, um, yeah. I just want to ask though, Matt, Brett, that was your first time working a show. Tell me that wasn't one of the coolest things to see people like that kid that came to the booth and was just laser focused. I mean, was that not awesome or what? He's awesome. I've been seeing some of his stuff. He's been posting in and out. Nate, are y'all talking about Nate? Yeah. Yeah. Nate was a cool script. The reason that I remember that on, on Instagram, it's N and then the number eight ingrained in my memory. No, 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 no. no. We're talking good. about we're talking about Turkey Slayer. Turkey killer yeah. and a slayer. Yeah, that's, that's him. Nate. That's him. That's oh, Nate. That's Nate. Gotcha. Yeah. It's first was... handles Nate and then it goes to Turkey Killing, whatever. Got it. Okay. Yep. I hadn't looked that far, I guess. Brett. I feel like that you... that was Brett when Brett was a kid. Like just laser focused. <laughs> didn't care about no girls, didn't care about partying or none of that he said i'm just gonna i just want to kill a deer <laughs> brett how many people you think you put a saddle on last weekend wow it's pretty good bit i don't even think i can begin to put a number on it it I mean, uh the expo was was awesome getting to meet different people What? I said that's deep. I said that's deep. <laughs> deep thoughts. <laughs> Brett, I noticed. Uh, 
I noticed um, like whenever I, the first time I ever got to do a show and like people kind of see, you see their eyes like open up, like you get to be a part of the moment or like, Oh, I understand why people are hunting for one of these crazy looking things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get to have a lot of those moments where you get to be a part of that. Yeah, for sure. And other people are asking the advantages of it and kind of give my spiel somewhat of how I use the saddle and how I was skeptical beforehand. But after hunting in them for three to four years now, just seeing how you can use a tree to your advantage to hide from a deer and just cover your movements for bow hunting. And I wouldn't bow hunt at anything else elevated. It's cool, man. I, I remember that moment. I remember those moments the first time, first couple times. And honestly, it's still fun now. I get that part doesn't really ever get old. Uh, seeing that, seeing people, you know, just kind of open up to it. You know, it's like, like they've been seeing stuff on the internet. They've been seeing stuff on, uh, they've been seeing stuff all over the place. And it really kind of looks daunting, right? But, yep. It's not. It's not. They kind of they learn it then. Yeah, it's not at all. I used to think, why would I want to be in this? I'm sticking way outside of a tree. But you know, when you're going in and have an idea where the deer are coming from, you can really put that tree between you and them and just hide from them. I had a I had a group of people come up, and you know, I I was guilty um, when Sal's first came out. I was like, I'm not gonna hunt out of a dang tree diaper not gonna do it and i actually had a guy come up and be like man you've come a long way from hating saddles in your original videos now you hunt out of saddles pretty cool we got talking back and forth but then another uh like a friend group came up you know how they are at the expo they kind of have their little packs and they come around well this one guy's like man i love your saddles and all of his friends were just giving him such a hard time about why would you hunt out of that i ended up getting every single one of his friends in a in a saddle and they all left with a different, they were like, That's man, awesome. I, under, I understand it now. And it's like you said, Brett, like it's just neat to see people who've never really thought of it. They had the opportunity to actually try it. And I mean, it's not like these are in your Academy, you know, box stores where you can just try it out. You got to go to a show to see it. Yep. Exactly. A little, uh, fun backstory is, Back when I first started thinking about saddle hunting, I had been messaging Parker about it, about different things about it, and he encouraged me to go to, what's it, the teaching train or something. The closest one there was just happened to be Tallahassee, which is end up how I ended up meeting Walt Walter mm-hmm. and Chase in the first place, was going to try on saddles that. and all. Yep. I, I I that. That. That's neat. Yep. Yeah, so. no, he he showed up. You had your you had your then girlfriend with you too, and my wife. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, your wife now. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's funny how something like that can bring so many people together. And I think that's the cool thing about what we're doing here is we're it's always about the community. We've the hunting community is small, but it feels distance in a, in a lot of a lot of instances. And yet we got to go to that show and be part of that community. You had all people from everywhere. Do we had people from South Florida that drove up to that show or central Florida. We had people driving down from Tennessee and Kentucky to be there. And it just to be able to, I mean, people would come up and you had just like we did, they had these, these conceptions. It's hard to figure out 
and conceptualize what a saddle's like until you're in it. You you have an idea, but it never really meets reality, in my opinion. It, it never did. And uh, I mean, you have guys come. I'm too big. I'm too big for a saddle. Yeah. I'm like, what's your waist size? He's like forty. It's like, son, you only got four inches on me. What you talking about? He's like, you're not thirty six. I'm, like, I'm a thirty six. Put the saddle on. Put the XL on. He sits back and he goes. Oh, this is comfy. I was like, yeah, and you, you got it all the way up on your daggum kidneys, man. Get it down on your butt where it belongs, <laughs> yeah. you know, like <laughs> it only gets better from here. And you just get to interact with these people that have that same hyper focus that you have, that you go through your day-to-day life. You go to the office, you go to the gas station. Maybe they're a saddle hunter or not. You don't know, but you're there and everyone around you is just super interested in deer hunting and, and hunting from a saddle. I think my favorite part of the whole show was a guy came up. <clears throat> and he's like, Hey man, I really like your content. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome, man. And that's, I swear to God, every time that happens to me, it's just like this beautiful little like butterfly in your chest. You just get so excited. He goes, yeah, man, that white Turkey you killed, man. It just sent me. <laughs> and I went, that's him right there. <laughs> that guy. He goes, what? I said, I'm not Parker, man. That's that's Parker right there. He's the guy that killed the farm bird. He goes, oh yeah, man, that was, that's him. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, Okay, and he walks right over to you and talks to you, and I just walked off. I was like, man, the hell? <laughs> we don't even look the same. <laughs> really about, dude. Like, I'm covered in tattoos. Like, that's yeah. the first giveaway. Ain't got um, a big red beard either. I don't have a big red beard at all. But in a lot of in a lot of the the videos from the fall, I do end up with a pretty large beard because. Mm-hmm. Well, you start cut design. Like you start like cutting weird designs in your beard. No, nah, bro. I'm just yeah. You get yo. You get like these, kill, the like these kill patterns. Yeah, <laughs> kill patterns. Is that what yeah, that, dude, you know, you know what that is? Let me. I'll tell you what that is. It's kind of weird. Um, you know, some people bite their nails or whatever. Like they got like nervous tics. I'll sit there. If you ever watch me and I'm focused, like like really focused. So like if I'm working, I'll sit there and I'll just pull up my beard like that. I'll like pop a hole in it easy. Like I'll just sit there and do that and it'll just pull a hole in it. Uh, yeah. Never. Weird heard of you never, I've, I've actually right, looked it up. I've looked it up on the internet multiple times. Like what's going on? Do, am I, do I have a handicap? Like, is there a problem with me? It's uh, <laughs> got beard rot. It's not yet. <laughs> it's got beard rot. <laughs> No, dude, and and I'll I'll get that way every once in a while, and I'll just like you know screw it. Shave Parker, can off. you can you in this upcoming season, turkey season, at some point when it's your face and you're missing a patch, can you freeze frame it, point an arrow at it, and put <laughs> just direct it as beard rot, beard rot. They got beard rot. <laughs> oh, it ain't a Jake. I ain't, I ain't no Jake. I just got beard rot. <laughs> it was a hard winter. <laughs> it was a hard hard. It was a harsh winter. In the swamp. Um, uh, hey, uh, do do we um, you know we we told people that we're going to give away a bow in this episode. Mm-hmm. Do we have the bow? Did you guys pick that up? I thought that was Brett. Brett was supposed to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, I got it right here. <laughs> um, no, we're going to give away a, a sweet bow. I want to tell everybody about something with that bow. That uh, that we just confirmed, and that is going to be some custom strings by uh, second to none bow strings. Hot dog! Yeah, <laughs> what? What did you say, Brett? What was that? 
Why, hello, come on. Cam, I, you know, like, it was one of those things where I found like myself in, on. <laughs> in, I found myself driving in the truck. Like, I wonder if I can say that like Brett does. Is it, <laughs> no, is, it can. Ki- is it Cam? Is it like, do it again, Brett? <laughs> Cam out. Cam out. Can you do it, Walt? Cam out. Mm, it's lacking. Do it again, Brett. Cam out. You gotta have that crap-eating grin when he does it. Like I think about, <laughs> I think about it each time I hear. Cam out, talking outside your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna give away a uh, a brand new, not brand new. It's a used, lightly used CP twenty eight um, from Botech. We're gonna give that away today. It's gonna have a brand new set of custom strings from second to none. It's gonna be tuned by a bow wizard, Mister Jared McNeil is. Got it in his possession right now, just waiting on the winner to give him their specs. You are going to be able to choose the color of the strings that you get on this bow. Um, it's got a Pro Hunter HD sight from Black Gold. Wow. It's, uh, it's got a Ripcord Max IMS, which the IMS system in the in the Bowtech line is freaking legit. It's like the integrated mount system. Um so it sits like perfectly centered. It's freaking cool as crap. Shift lock, a tight spot shift lock quiver. Um, man, what else does it got? I mean, it's loaded, dude. It's a sweet bow. Stabilizer. And, uh, and somebody's going to win it. Yeah, it'll it'll have a, an octane stabilizer on it. So, yeah, dude, I'm excited about giving away. But I don't, I don't think we're going to do that right now. Let's do it. Let's do it at the end. Does that sound good? Yeah, screw you, Chris. Perfect. <laughs> He's like, dang it! Bold <laughs> predictions, fellas. Mm. Bold predictions. Just we, just, right. we, we just want to give people time to think about, you know, what color bow strings they want to put on their new bow. Give them an an hour, you know, a good hour, forty five minutes or so, um, <laughs> to think it to I'll really think about. <laughs> we are gonna we are gonna trust that these guys are not just gonna fast forward all the way to the end. Um, in fact, in fact, we're not going to do it at the end. We're going to do it at some random point in the middle of the bold predictions. We're not going to tell you where it. it is. <laughs> let's do that. that. I like that idea. So you at least have to listen to our bull crap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right. So here's the rules. I don't make them. I just enforce them for the bold predictions. You have to have one bold prediction for yourself and one bold prediction for another team member. Now, I texted y'all this in advance, so you should have everything right there, hot and handy and ready. So, Allie, I'm looking at you. You get to go first. <laughs> I can't take that serious. God, my name is Matthew. Matthew Reeves, if y'all didn't know. <laughs> That's my wife. Um, okay, bold predictions. Your wife, uh, Matt Reeves. Do, do we want to do we want to talk about what states we're going to hunt before our bowl predictions, like kind of wrap that in together. I think that's a great idea. Let's push the bow giveaway out even further. Let's talk about where we're going this year. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to stump that, but I just, we can wrap it in with our, our deal because mine's kind of in that two together. Let's do it. Um, yeah. So start, so, so start off with where you're hunting and then wrap it up with your bowl predictions. I like that. So I'm, I'm hunting Alabama, Florida, and Kentucky, uh, this year, uh, home state, Alabama, We'll do our hunt together down in Florida, and then I'll I'll be in Kentucky uh, for the opener. 
did a lot of scouting up there, so got a lot of a lot of hope in that. Um, so for my bold predictions, so for myself, I think I'm going to kill a deer 125 or better this year. Whoa. Um, on public Going score, we 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 predicting scores. It has to be bold. It is bold, man. What I'm going with. So that would be, you know, and that that's probably going to be with a bow too. So one twenty five okay. with a bow. I'm shooting for Kentucky on a on the good and all right, Matt, I got a question for you. Last year was tough. Last year was I, I actually I got the question. The question that I asked Walt whenever Walt decided last year in just his absolute misery to challenge me uh to a duel. <laughs> uh <laughs> and now we're here. And now we're you here. Hey, me hey, too. You got your ad, hey, buddy. Wow. You got my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Instead of getting so we you had, got my pink slip. Me and Walter, the this is a long story, Matt. I, I do have a question for you about your both. Yeah, I'm I'm but sitting here on a long way around getting to it. Um Walter last year decided that because I was having such a tough season and um he's just a good friend, he decided to challenge me to see who could kill the biggest buck of the season out of the two of us. And I was like, I mean, we can't. And and granted I was having a really bad time, Mm -hmm. but I had confidence that my bad time in Alabama was going to beat Walter's good time in Florida. Um, And, and Walter at that point, uh, I want to say at some point he would have had to, it was once I killed that buck deer in the rut, uh, the one that I, I shot running, I was like, you're almost going to have to like get your PB. I don't know how you intend. <laughs> like, you're still so confident about this, but you'll literally have to shoot your biggest buck. So, Matt, your bold prediction involves killing the biggest buck you've ever killed with a bow. I don't know if that would be. I don't know what your biggest buck ever is. Yeah, but I know it'd yeah. be the biggest buck you've ever killed with your bow. What makes you so confident? I mean, that's a pretty big. That's a pretty big bold, jump right there. Bold, not confident. Bold. Okay, so is it so in the church world we would call it prophetic? That's that's that seems more like what you're doing. Let me let me change seating position so I can get ready for this. Um, <laughs> no, so I uh, I had a tough year last year. Um, you know, struggled here and there. I was on deer. I just could never execute it. Um, I have a lot of history with a lot of deer from last year that I know kind of their patterns this year uh in Alabama. I've got some really big deer in Alabama that I can chase and I know kind of, you know, what they're doing and what or what they should be doing. Uh whether they do that or not, I don't know. Um, you know, and I, I said public, I do have some some really good deer on my private uh properties that I'm gonna have chances at this year. Um and they're all gonna be good deer, you know, over a hundred inch deer. Um so that's that. And then I'm gonna spend a lot of time in Kentucky this year. Um, because I think my odds of killing that quality deer are up. And from what I ran into last year, uh, with my first year hunting Kentucky, I feel like my odds are going to be better this year for sure. Great answer, man. Really solid answer. And then I got to thinking about this too. I want my numbers on deer to go up. So I want to kill five does with my bow. That's what I like to hear. That's what yes. if she blows, she goes. Man, I'm a, look that first weekend. I'm coming with a vengeance, like it's man coming with your gamecock shirt on. If, yeah, gamecock ready to spar. <laughs> it's going. 
got my knives hooked on my legs. We were ready to fight. <laughs> Speaking um, of knives, here's a perfect spot for an ad for join or die knives. Me and Walt talked about how to get the ads for these for our partners in like organically. And so I'm really, I'm really making an effort for that. So here's an absolutely organic approach. (laughs) Parker, what's your, what's your favorite knife from joiner day? Um, I really like the rimfire field mate without a doubt. That little joker right there, the rimfire field mate. Um, I like, uh, packable. I like stuff that's not going to take up a ton of room in my pack, but also makes a whole lot of sense. And uh, the Rimfire Field makes that for me. I mean, I can put it. I, I kept it in my turkey vest um, pretty much the whole t- the whole season. Once I got it, I kept it in my turkey vest because it wasn't inconvenient to carry. Um, if I were a knife carrier, right? Like I'm, I don't carry a knife every day. Um, I just don't. I never have. Uh, but if I were, that would probably be the one that I would choose as well, just because it's so small and and still practical. You know, it's and it's the the craftsmanship of the knife is what's absolutely incredible to me with these joiner die knives. Is like when you get it, Matt's looking at his right now. I can see him, and like you look at the fine details of the craftsmanship, and you're like, "Holy cow! This is not this is not a buck knife. You know, this is not a." a just the, 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 a knife you get at Academy, right? Or your sporting goods store. Like some guy sweated over this knife and got it to perfection. And it's a, it's a sweet deal. And, you know, um, like I, I always, uh, we did an episode with them, uh, on Southern Ground not too terribly long ago and, uh, got to hear the story of them. I, I, I think we're going to intend, we're going to have to do that on this, on this podcast as well, because the story behind, the whole company is is really cool, and just hearing the guys the the passion they have behind making knives, outstanding. So back to the back to the show, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome back. Um, I, um, I I like that answer, dude, because it's a uh, yeah. I think it's realistic, right? Like you've been hunting Alabama and Florida and Georgia realistically you you had encounters in kentucky last year with some nice bucks in the few days that you were there yeah so we're gonna try to just piggyback off that uh for this year um and i've got cameras there right now kind of telling me you know where the deer are i've I've put in the scouting time put in the work so hopefully that all pays off you know you can't you know you don't know what's gonna happen i go there and it all fall apart but we'll see but yeah so that's that's for me personally so, the person I chose for my bold prediction is Mr. Walter Lee. God dang it. I knew it, too. Here we go. And just because. You're going to like this one. You're going <laughs> to like this one. It has, on. nothing to, it has nothing to do with your home or anything like that. But you're going to come to Alabama, and you're going to kill a buck 80 inches or better. That's my bold prediction. I like it. I could totally see that happening. And you don't I, have 80-inch deer in Alabama. I think I think it's very doable. You just got to come here, okay? That's that's the hardest part of this whole thing. Is you just got to come here. 
I will be there. I've already I've already built my whole off season around making sure I'm gonna be there. I got new hubs coming for the trailer. Uh, I've put in my PTO request. I'm putting on my wife's calendar, my wife's backup ca- uh, calendar, her work calendar. There's no there's no getting around it because I'm picking bread up on the way. And we're gonna come up there and kill all y'all's Florida deer. You heard it. You heard it here. He said he's coming, bro. Come on. I got it locked in. I got the dates on the calendar and everything. He says. Somebody's going to get sick. <laughs> Dude, why would you put that on me like that, too? Every time every time I make plans. Like right now, right now, my wife's in the other room h- hacking up a lung, and my son's in the other room with a low-grade fever. I keep looking over here because he keeps moving around in his crib. I'm like, dude, I'm going to have to go in there and and get that joker. But every time I make plans, it either, it, here's what happens. Either somebody gets sick or it's like 80 degrees and raining every time. Yeah. That's what happens. The deer don't move when it's 80 degrees and raining. That's the problem. Only on the blood moon. They only move if it's the blood moon. <laughs> A family member of mine always goes to the hospital when I start to go out of town. And that's the truth. You can ask yeah. anybody. Something yeah. happens. Who's up next? Who's, whose bold prediction is next? Say we let Walt go, just in I, case. Yeah, I was about to say, I called Matt him. out. Yeah. So, uh, my bold prediction for me is that I'm going to kill two deer over 80 inches this year. Inch predictions here. Yep. I'm noticing a trend. Where are you going hunting at? Well, your place and then partners. <laughs> 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 the Patreon members would tell you I'd be hunting your pens. <laughs> Which isn't true. I know they really, they really try and get under my skin about that, though, don't they? Now <laughs> they that one that buck, that one buck you did kill, is a spot that I handpicked. Because in our scouting video, you said, "All right, Brett's promised me nothing but." Oh yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> whatever did. you said, something crazy like hundred inch deer back here. But yeah, I mean, we'll we'll settle with a crippled up six point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I ran over on the way in that morning. <laughs> so, uh, in case you're part of Southern Crown, you don't know this story. <laughs> Last year on opening day, I, I get into this spot, and as I'm walking up the bank out of the water, <laughs> I look over and I see a dead deer, and I'm like, "What in the hell?" So I look over there and I shine my light, and I realize the rack is sitting perfectly straight up, and then the ear moves back i'm like that's not a dead deer and so i'm like well i've already blown it because i'm 20 feet from this deer i'm gonna get my phone out and record this deer and i'm gonna put it in the polo group and show everybody and let's just see how close this deer will let me get when i tell you i got so close to that deer i started doing the mental arithmetic that there was water all around him and the only way out was me that's when I got wigged out and I backed up to the tree. I scaled a cypress tree next to this deer. He sat down there looking at me periodically. And the whole time I'm thinking I'm going crazy. And it's not until this deer moves about every 10 minutes that I start truly believing this thing's alive, not just dead. And I'm making it up in my head. Joker sits there for 45 minutes. The sun comes up. I shoot him stone cold dead. Turns out he's missing three of his four feet and his, and his neck is permanently fused <laughs> in like a, a an S pattern where he had clearly been ran over by a car at some point that year. Uh, so yeah. we affectionately call that one the Cripple Creek Buck. <laughs> the funny thing to the story is, true story. That morning on the way up there, I run over a deer around this exact same area, and I never seen the deer because it come up out of the ditch and hit the back of my truck right at my back tire. Yeah. 
And I turned around and looked, and there was no deer there. And it was, I mean, I doubt it was the same deer, but it was just funny. It was in general area, so we all joked that I ran over to deer and seen them down there to kill it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we call, (laughs) never mind. That's a Southern deer drive right there. That's what that is. <laughs> Teamwork. All right. My, so, my so you're going to kill, you're going to kill two deer over 80 inches. Yeah. Yeah. Prediction. I think, uh, oh. I had, I was within a whisker of beating you last year with a buck that I saw. And, uh, I was within a whisker of, of staying, uh, and killing that big eight point that I had, which would have crushed 80 inches comfortably. So, uh, I'm in the zone hunting Brett's pins. Parker was just a whisker away from killing one bigger than that, I think. Dude, so that he, he's always a whisker away from killing a big one, though. That's the thing. That's why I ch- that's partly why I challenged him. I was like, here he is having a down year. This is my only chance to be king of the mountain. Uh, uh, but so here's here's you the funny thing. AR fifteener. Dude, no. We need deer in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> you you give you give Parker a semi-automatic platform. I almost name dropped the place. That place is never going to be the same. There's not going to be a single deer left living. He's just going to hear rat a tat 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 on the mountainside every morning. He's just going to be waylaying stuff. Maybe not shot, now that he got have, cell cams. I have uh killed one of my bigger bucks actually here at home with a uh, AR. Uh, not 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 one of my bigger ones. I'd say one of the more mature deer. Uh huh. Um, I shot with him with an AR and it was similar. Yeah. Uh, shoot him five I, I, I shot him like five, five times. Hey. Like perfect, perfect shots. I will say this was a bull of a buck. Like he was a good one. 240, as as 250. His, his body size. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you're looking at, you're looking at in Alabama, I would say, uh, after, after he was gutted, I want to say he went like, he was in the two hundred somewhere. God dang! After gutted, he's a big buck, man. He's a big deer. Two or three uh, um, Creek bucks right there. But it's it took like he never got out of sight. I shot him five times perfectly in the shoulder, and he stayed standing all those times really? until that last one. That last one, he finally fell over. But anyways, I well, I didn't. I didn't even talk about where I'm going. I guess I I let the cat out of the bag. I'm gonna be hunting Georgia, Florida. And Alabama this year, those are going to be my big three. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it'd be really cool if I killed a buck in all three of those this year, like a good rack buck. That would be a hell of a season. Um, but my bold prediction, um, you, people are going to think I like playing this out with, with Matt. Um, it's actually for oh, Matt. No. Um, he's, he's had all these big deer on camera. My bold prediction, and this is a bold one. I'm not confident in this at all. I just, I have this inkling. I just have this feeling. Whenever you struggle, too tall, say this all the time in the podcast. Whenever you have a down year, the next year is your upswing year. And you had a really rough year last year. And so I'm saying you're going to kill a 140, the opening oh. hunt in Kentucky, opening day. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Let's do it. I'm going to start studying my map a little bit more now. A hand to God, if I get a bloody arrow on opening day in Kentucky, I'm going to fall out wherever I am. I'm just going to be like, you got to be kidding. Because you'll be hunting. I won't. Yeah. Matt will yeah. be, be on Dope Patrol, too, I believe, on opening day. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, anything patrol. Yeah, you should any doe with 140 in your set. <laughs> we'll get it. All right, I Matt. know where one is. Or, do you? Do you know where 140 is? 
Oh, yeah. How many 140s do you think you've seen on the hoof? Open question. Has anybody on the hoof seen a 140 in the Deep South, not Texas? Like, are you like, does Kentucky and Illinois count? I guess if you call it the Deep South, yeah. Yeah, I'd say five or six. Bad gun. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call Kentucky the Deep South. Not when we're talking about deer. Now, if we're going to talk about Alabama, maybe two. Matt, how many, or uh, God dang it, I keep trying to say Brett, and I keep saying Matt. Brett, how many 140s have you seen in Alabama? To be honest with you, none that I can think of. They just don't exist down here. That's why we go out to the Midwest and slaughter them. Are you talking about anywhere, like driving down the road? Yeah. You know, oh. yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I just, I'm, I'm always thinking while I'm hunting. Yeah. I mean, I mean like, I, I've seen in Georgia, I've seen a couple that look like they had rocking chairs going. I'm not, in fact, I was going up I 75 towards Atlanta. I was just south of Macon. There's this little field that's just got this little gentle rise next to the, to the highway. And I look over to my left and there's this doe. And I swear to God, she was running 70 miles an hour because she felt like she was just staying right there with me. And behind her was this monster of a buck. I mean, just I about wrecked the car. He was so big, probably close to 60 or 70 inches. And, uh, I think that's the biggest deer I've ever seen. So I was just curious. Yeah, good job. <laughs> All right, Brett, where are you hunting, and what are your bold predictions? So, I'm hunting Alabama, Florida, Missouri, and possibly another state that I thought for sure I was going to, but now it's turned into a possibly, which is Tennessee. That's my four. So, I'm going. Before my bold predictions, I wanted to say uh, the same way that you try to motivate Parker and uh, when he was down, I made a bit with Walt before season to try to get him motivated to go to get in the woods and let's go hunting and made a bet to see who could kill um, a buck from the ground. 100 inches with a bow and, Yep. No. With a bow and arrow. On public land, on film, yep. where you can see the shot clearly. Primary camera angle. Yep. Yep. It's and the big, loser had to a, wear a, a lot of variables. <laughs> and the loser had to wear a, a clown costume or Santa costume. Santa costume, yeah. either one. And uh, he still haven't. I got it. That I've got it yet. right there. And the first moment it's cold weather and we're hunting together, I, I'm going to wear it. I got you, fam. Patreon hunt. There you go. Hey, can you imagine? Can you imagine how viral YouTube's going to go if I end up killing that big ten point, big eight ten point, whatever it turns out to be this year, wearing a Santa outfit? Like I'm going to be hanging tree redacted, dude. Like they're going to lose their gourd. <laughs> be talking the talking the sosh. Yeah, be the most fame yeah. I ever get in my entire life. <laughs> followed followed by the time when you took the. Nude saddle photo. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten second, that. Second most famous time of your life. Yeah, that got me a free uh, Predator XO, I think. That's what I'm talking about. Is that with you when you were walking? No, dude, I hung from the backyard. I hung from the saddle in my, in my, uh, kiss me on my Irish boxers from the, from the, <laughs> uh, I think it was the Manus back then. Yeah. 
I think Tether did like a like a photo contest or something like that. Yeah. And then the world got got to see. Okay, weird little anecdote. I think I won a contest from a different saddle company. I'm not going to ma- name them, but they asked they asked what the weirdest encounter you've ever had on public land and we'll send you a $500 gift card. And I I commented the hippies throwing poop from the tree story and <laughs> and you could just tell by the way they commented and the way they commented on everybody else's they knew that I was supposed to get that $500 gift card but I'm affiliated with Tether so I just boosted their algorithm um so I don't know me and weird stories and weird things the saddle companies just seem to just keep popping up I told you that story right oh yeah yeah, yeah, we know, we know the story. I don't know if I ever told you that. I gotta go take a picture of the hammock and send it to them so they know I'm not kidding. There's still tattered hammocks up in the tree. Brett, what's your what's your bold prediction for yourself? So my bold predictions aren't going to be very bold to most, but to me, they're going to be bold. So it's kind of a two parter, but all in one. My bold prediction is I'm going to actually get out and hunt 14 days this year and kill one nice buck. Because if most of y'all don't know, I have a a boy that's due September the 19th. So that's going to put a, a damper on deer season. Not sure exactly what that's going to look like. The only thing I do know is the wife said I was still going to go hunting. And everybody heard it. And I'm going to remind her of that every chance <laughs> I get. <laughs> but we'll see. And... What's a nice you're not, you're, funny? You know, you're not gonna put an inch. You're not, you're not gonna put it. Yeah. Mark I mean, I can't. I mean, so for me personally, my goal is always to shoot uh, three and a half or older, but and typically that's around a hundred inch mark. It could be ninety, you know, in the nineties to hundred inch for three and a half year old here in South Alabama. So I'd say around 100 inches or better. So you don't necessarily this year have any bold predictions that you're going to like shoot your biggest buck ever or anything like that. It's just that you're going to have less time to hunt and you're still going to get But I'm still going to get one buck down. Okay. I mean, to me, that's bold because some people would tell you, you might not get to hunt, but three or four days. so before you get to your next bold prediction we got another another pause sorry chris uh matt what is your favorite non-saddle related product that tethered makes backpack that fast pack yeah the fast pack 100 percent. it's sweet brett what about yours Non saddle Adam. Mm-hmm. Mm. So organic, Walter. It's just I mean, that would be my first impression is the fastback too, but that's made for saddle hunting. Which well, everything yeah. Tether makes is for saddle hunting. So it's kind yeah, of that's what the fast pack stands for. <laughs> We're all saddle hunters. Is that what it stands for? <laughs> yeah. Does it really? I mean, it took me forever to to understand what 
sis and his. I got word. that all wrong. I kept saying his, 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 not sis. Well, there's there there, there is both. There's both of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. One's Hollier and one Storier. Yeah. Yep. Storier stuff, I think, is what they meant. I had a guy ask me about the the different models we have. He asked me if we had a FA and a BA model. And with this being my first show, I was really trying to like know all the products so that I could answer questions. And so I'm standing there looking at this man, like thinking as hard as I can, like, what's the FA and the BA model? And he started grinning. And he goes, you know, the fat ass and the big ass model. <laughs> <laughs> and I use I use that the rest of the day. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh man. All right, Brett, what's your bold prediction for one other team member? So for one other team member, which everybody's jumped on him already, which was Matt, because I got to spend a lot of <laughs> a lot of time with him at the expo and he showed me all 35 of his 100-inch or better bucks he had on camera. <laughs> so, I'm good at that. I just can't kill him. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he's picking my brain a little bit about a certain spot, and I think that deer's pretty much had if he wants it bad enough. We'll see. But my prediction is Matt's going to kill two bucks, 120 or better. Dad, go. Oh, and one of them is going to be with a bow. That was my prediction. Dang, I hope these come true, guys. I I really appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) We hope they do too. Crap, I was going to do Matt too, but now I got to come up with something off the (laughs) off the dang cuff. All right, while, while you come up off the cuff, I'll summarize everything real quick. So Matt said he's going to kill a 125 or bigger with a bow. I'm going to kill an 80-inch deer. Very bold prediction. Brett says he's going to hunt 14 days this year and kill at least one buck between 90 and 100 inches. And that Matt is going to kill two 120s, one of which with a bow. Parker, we haven't got to you yet. And I said I'm going to kill two over 80. And Matt's going to kill a 140 on opening day in Kentucky. Matt, you got like a 140. You got two 120s. Hey, one, two, three, four. Just, he's got four over 100 inches. Just give me a little fork for you. I'll be get, happy. You better get your boots out. Yeah. You got <laughs> some work Somewhere. to do, brother. <laughs> I'm going to go start shooting in the dark. I'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> I want when when Parker gets done, I want to add another one for somebody. Um as far as bold predictions. Since I've been blessed with so many, I want to, you know, bless somebody else. <laughs> I'd, like to use, I'd like to use my excess. <laughs> uh, can I can I trade in one of my 120s for somebody else here? <laughs> my taxidermy bill only allows three deer this year, so <laughs> God. Listen, I'm glad y'all had the same faith that I had in that. Um, because last year, last year was that, that was a rough year. Yeah, team Man, chasing not, tail was yeah. kicking butt last year. Dad gum right, we did. Ooh, we wore them out, son. We wore them out. <clears throat> um, we'll get there. We also had. <laughs> well, three let's hear. Let's too. hear it, Parker. Okay, Tell us Brett. what you got going on. <laughs> All right. Um, 
so I, I can't I can't quite share all the states that I'm hunting. Um, Don't flex it, too hard now. It, Come yeah. on. I mean, you know, I mean, kind of got a cool opportunity. No, I'm, uh, I'm going, I'm going to be traveling. Be with I'm going to go travel with Tethered uh, for the Tagged Out Tour, and uh, I'll be producing that show this fall, which is going to be a whole lot of fun. I'll get to hunt a lot of states. Uh, but we're kind of keeping everything under wraps as much as we can. Um, mostly, mo- more than anything, for the contestants, right? We just don't want them to really have a clue where we're hunting at. And so... What I can share with you is that we're hunting a lot of really good states. Um, and I will get more time to hunt, especially in that like September, October, November range in a lot of these other states, you know, good, good deer states. Uh, whereas usually during that time, um, freaking pounding dirt in Alabama trying to find anything that even re- resembles buck sign. Um, and usually just getting my teeth kicked in that whole early season and shooting a lot of does and stuff. So I'll have a little more opportunity. I think there, man, as far as a bold prediction, like I, I could make a bold prediction that I'll have an opportunity at the biggest buck of my life. Right. To find like, that more. I mean, you're going to be like driving down the road and swerving like what? No, dude. Like I'll have, I'll have the, the chance to shoot one with a bow. Gotcha. Um, I'll have the chance to shoot one with a rifle. I feel, I feel confident of that. Um, I feel confident of that because it's happened every freaking year mm-hmm. um, for multiple years. I mean, three, four years in a row and just haven't capitalized. Would that be, should be bold. Huh? That's a good so would point. Would that be a bold statement then? Yeah. Or I do this every statement. year, so I'm going to do it again this year. I mean, like. <laughs> yeah, it's going to help you. Uh, <laughs> honestly. Um, here's my bold prediction. I mean, it's not even a bold prediction. Here's my here's my, my hiccup with the whole thing is that I've got to fix something about my shot, uh, about about my buck fever, if you want to call it something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, it's 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 even while I'm shooting my bow in the yard, like really, yeah, it's even while I'm shooting my bow in the yard, I still have that, like just like this. I'm 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 working right now on um just picking the spot and holding mm-hmm. steady on that spot without shooting, but it is so weird, and and it's it's only been within like the last three years, I would say that I, I just like i just freak out of my head and it's like and i don't even know what happens right like i just it's it's bizarre it's i don't know what's going on i mean i'm i'm just anticipating the shot too much and i've got real bad issues there um same thing with a rifle i would say it's it's similar i'm obviously a little better it's a better uh a better it's an easier system to get good at you know or, or to be successful with uh but I still higher, have higher this. margin for error too, right? You got shoot a deer yeah. with a rifle, a joker's dead or dead. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, last year I had a, it was a weird situation. I wouldn't even say it was necessarily a bad shot on my end. Um, but I ended up hitting a deer a little bit too high with my rifle and it was, it was, a, it made for a miserable day, but he died. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Like we, we, we found him when he died, I got the deer and that same shot with a bow was not going to be the same outcome. So, um, yeah, I guess bold prediction, like, okay, I'll shoot the, I'll shoot the biggest deer in my life. Right. Like that, that would be a bold prediction. Cause I know, I feel confident that I have the opportunity. Um, but realistically, you know, I believe that I'll, I'll probably shoot three or four deer that are nice. You know, like when I say nice, I don't mean like giant mega monsters, but I think I'll shoot three or four nice bucks this year. Um, just because I'll be able to hunt a lot, uh, be able to be out there a lot and I'll be hunting good States for an extended period of time, which is going to be freaking cool. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder sometimes though, if you don't have like, a mental block from things like not going right in the past that you just need to like, like the next, like the next opportunity that you have and you actually connect and kill them. Like, I feel like from that point moving forward, you'll never have the problem again. Matt, Matt, so. Matt played a lot of baseball. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like you, you, you get out of a rhythm and it's just hard to get back there and it's hard to get yeah. back there. Then you find that, that rhythm slump. and then you're just cranking dangers. Yep. Yeah. My dad exactly what you're I got the about. Yips. That's what your dad said. He says you got the yips. Oh, what's old that from? School. Baseball. Yeah. Is it from Caddyshack or something like that? No, it's from baseball, man. That's just a that's just a thing. Do you ever try to talk to yourself when you're at full draw? Uh, not much. No, try. Uh, that might actually help a lot. That's what helps me. I just I have keep... tried to come up with a with a shot process. Yeah, you know, Mark Kenyon talked a I lot about it. I just keep telling myself. He, uh, you know, Mark talks a lot, had talked a lot about it, about his target panic, um, on the Wired to Hunt podcast several years ago. And, uh, he was talking about like just a, just a shot regimen that he goes through and he says certain things and he does certain things and he breathes a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I've got to figure, I got to get that stuff figured out. I will say this. I, I had, Jared McNeil, the guy who's setting up this bow that we're going to give away and, and all that. He's a, he's, he's a great dude. And he really is like very smart with a bow. He knows what he's doing. And he was like, Hey, you know, your form looks like you might could extend your draw length a little bit. So I ended up going up um, a full inch actually in my draw length from what I was shooting, because I was just, I feel like it was just a little bit short um, and I wasn't fully extending. I wasn't able to get that that left hand like fully extended out um, and to lock in place. And since I have done that, my time in the yard practicing and, and getting this new bow tuned and, and shooting, I just shot broadheads for the first time today. You know what? Like, I'm freaking ready to go. I know I'm ready to go at 30, and I've still got to get some of the distance stuff set up. But, um, you know, so a lot of the problems that I've had in the past, I'm not having this year, so I'm thankful for it. But yeah, that's my my bold prediction, uh, I, I guess. And then my bold prediction for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, w- I was going to give Matt a bold prediction. I was gonna I was gonna bless him with one of those. But since he is in, he's found himself uh, not wanting of more bold predictions. I'll, uh, <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll take whatever you want to give me. <laughs> I'll go with Brett since nobody's got you yet, Brett. Um, I'm going to say that you will fulfill your goal of your 14 days of hunting and one good buck 
but I don't think it's going to be in Alabama. I think it's going to be in Missouri. I think you pretty well. I watched that video as I was putting those final edits on it. And uh, people, people who are listeners of Southern Ground, we did a we did a fantasy a fantasy hunter draft. Uh, Matt, when was that like? Uh, right before the season last year. Was it right before season or right after? It was some. Sure. It was sometime around the season. It was right after because I remember how I picked my people. Yeah, it was right after. Yep. And I picked Brett Mashburn, and, and a lot of people probably didn't know who Brett was, uh, but funny enough, he's here now. Um, but I, I, I kind of watched the way that you hunted there, and I think uh, the video that's going to drop that people can watch right now, you ended up killing a deer on day nine, and it was day nine of all day sits. So a guy who's going to put himself in a place like Missouri and sit for nine days straight all day, yeah, he's going to probably kill a buck every time he goes. I just, I think he will. If you if you really are sitting, even if you just have an ounce of knowledge about deer, you're in Missouri during the rut and you're hunting in those thickets like that, dude, you're just going to see them. You're going to find them. So there's my bold prediction. I think you're going to kill another buck that's a nice buck like you have three other times in Missouri. Parker, you were talking about getting your bow length adjusted. What bow are you shooting this year? It's a carbon one from Bowtech. And last year I shot the this this CP28 that we're giving away. And uh I've shot a, you know, that that shorter draw length was, was pretty or uh, shorter axle the axle was pretty attractive to me. Um because I'm a short guy. And the effects of it are a lot less extravagant, I guess, whenever you're shorter. Um, but this 30, this 30 inch, it, it's like, like perfect. It's like perfect for me and for my form and for my everything. This 30 inch carbon one is just like, it's, it's great. And you know what, dude, like I've, I've, uh, been able to go up in draw length. And so, yeah, that, that increases speed. Yep. Um, I dropped the weight of my arrows a little bit. Um, actually I say a little bit, I dropped them about a hundred grains. I'm still prioritizing FOC, but, um, with my short draw length and it, like, I'm already at a disadvantage for speed. And so, uh, I just said, you know what, I'm still going to, I'm, it's almost 15% FOC, which is still pretty good. And they're 466 grains. I think total arrow weight. I think you and I have the same arrow set up. It's going to be pretty close. I'll bet mm-hmm. I, I'm shooting, uh, 125 grain head with 70-ish grains on, on the front, I think. Did you go with the M1 or the K1? The M1. Yeah. I think I went with the K1. I wanted a little more FOC, a little less arrow weight, I think. So maybe my arrow's a little longer, something like that. I'm excited, dude. Those arrows look gorgeous. Your arrows are, uh, your arrow. if you got the K1, they're going to be lighter grain per inch. Yeah. That's what I got. Sign- significantly lighter grains per inch. Mm. And I know that's the case now because I'm at 16.6 FOC is what he said. So, yeah. I, I went I, to that FOC setup a couple years back, and I was there's no looking back. Any chance I can optimize that. Walter, you're, uh, you're referring to Kanadi Arrows, right? Like, Yeah. We've got to give these dudes a shout out. Yeah. That was one of the easiest, easiest... Uh, arrow building phases i guess that i've gone through mm-hmm. <laughs> ever right like i always build my own and i'm bare shaft tuning in the in the um 
in my shop and like getting everything and just it's exhausting. It's freaking exhausting is what it is. And this year, just the time it in there, dude. And so these dudes at uh, Kanadi Arrows, who are the same guys that do zingers, uh, the zinger fleshings, they're doing a, a thing where they'll build you, basically build your own whole arrow setup. Tell them your specs and they'll build it out for you. And it is, it's worth the dang, it's worth the dang little bit of extra money that it costs to get it done. Um, it's not even that much. Like you still get arrows, fletchings. Like they're just freaking going to town and building a really good arrow. So shout out to those guys because that made that part of my my setup a lot easier this year. Yeah, and I'm coming up against crunch time. I still don't have my bow just yet. Um, and so I was ordering components and trying to get them to Brett's house. And then I'm like, man, if Brett's wife were to go into labor a little early, you know, I'm going to be, you know, up a creek. So when you told me today you realized that the – it was a stressless arrow turn tuning setup for you on the bow. I was like, Oh God, man, if, if, if it's just like that, then it's going to make the stress a lot easy. Cause I can just worry about getting reps in and get that joker dialed in out to, you know, 60, 70 yards and we'll be off to the races. Hey, um, speaking of bow, do we want to give away that bow real quick? Seems like a plenty random. Enough yeah. Time. Why don't we do that? Yeah. I mean, are you good? I'm good. I'm Gucci. You good to do this thing? Let's, let's give this thing let's away. Rock. Yeah, we, that. We've been, I know I, I kind of did too. And that some guys are just dependent on this. They've been scrolling for <laughs> that an tip. hour trying to, trying to figure so, out what, we're what we should do. do is put a pause in here and just go back to what we were talking about. So, cause they think they found it and then they back up a little <laughs> bit and they're like, <laughs> Chris is going to be in the truck. Like, God dang it. <laughs> oh, so, man. We are currently right now. Uh, I wanted to wait until right at time to do this, to to check this and make sure it's right at it. We, yep, it's right at it. We are at perfectly 8,700 subscribers. Wow. Right now. Yep. Congrats, boys. That's awesome. So uh-huh. what's our, out of curiosity, just derail this just a few more minutes. What's our goal? What do we want to hit by the end of the year so we can tell the listeners so they can go and tell their friends to subscribe? We're trying to get to 15K at the end of the year? I'm sure. Uh, I think that's a. Yeah. I mean, after uh, they see Brett's video, we're going to be at like 22, 23. Yeah, we should be fine, you know, but. <laughs> the, the biggest video that's ever hit this, this channel. The biggest uh, buck. Hands down the best first <laughs> solo film ever. I mean, like first solo film ever. You, does it get any better than that? Right. No, dude, that's good. That's really good. Chris going to shoot Brett. me if I keep delaying. <laughs> so we're at 8700 subscribers right. um that means we have 8700 people that are signed up for this bow giveaway because i mean really the only thing that we had to do uh that you had to do to sign up for the giveaway was just be a subscriber and so there are some rules to this um our patreon Members, if you are a member of the Meat Buck Patreon uh, package or whatever you want to call it, you get three. You get your name in the hat three times, and so Walter in in all he just made time somehow, found the time today, and made it and and gave all of our Patreons uh, Patreon members uh, the, their numbers, and so. Uh, you each have three numbers that belong to you. If you're in the $5 meat buck tier, 
And if you are in the shooter buck tier, which is $10 a month, uh, you get your name in the hat five times to win this bow. So the odds are pretty well in your favor. If you're, if you're uh, either one of those, I mean, three to five times is a significant amount. Seriously. Yeah. That's me. And so there's a lot of little variables here, but we're going to, we're going to do our best to draw a name. What we're going to do is we're going to draw one name. Um, we're going to use a random number, number generator. Uh, we're going to draw one name. If Walter tells me that is in fact not a Patreon member, because we have assigned all the Patreon members numbers. If it's not, then I'm going to quickly and, and with haste, you could say, uh, go find the number on our YouTube subscriber list that it does belong to for the person it does belong to. And that person will have five days um, from the time this episode drops. So from August 1st, they'll have five days to claim it. We'll do our best to contact you any way we can. But um, at the end, at the end of the day, you're going to have five days to do it. If not, we are also going to draw five names and we're going to just go down the line. Um, uh, I guess five names all together. So we'll draw four additional names. or until a Patreon, mm-hmm. or until, yeah. If if in that four a Patreon person is is named, we know we'll be able to get a, get in contact with them, so we'll stop. Yeah, we got a we got a mailing address, so it's just going straight to their house. So it's it's yep. a, it's done at that point. So yep. I'm at the ready, buddy. I've got the list up. All right. Well, then let's do this. Giggity goo. Here we go. Cam out. All right. And on the third one, we have got 4,258. 4,258. Not a patron. Not a patron. All right. Um, Then I will quickly go find 4,000. What did I say it was? 4,258? That's correct. There could not be a more random number on the face of the earth. I'm always fascinated by like how it picks it. Like it, like it can't yeah. truly be random, right? Like, I mean, yep. somebody's like, Oh, work order, pick a random number. That one sends it. I'm in the, I'm in the four thousands now. I'm just, I'm, I'm scrolling. <clears throat> I'm scrolling 4,000. It's 50. What was that? 158. All right. We're in it. All Right. I have got a fellow by the name of Kurt Holmes. Kurt Holmes Woo! is the winner. Kurt Holmes. Congratulations. Kurt Holmes is the Congrats. winner. Yep. Congrats, Kurt. I'm going to, uh, I've got your YouTube channel uh, or your profile pulled up right here. Do my best to get in contact with you, Kurt. And uh, if Kurt does not come forward, let's draw, let's draw these other names. So these guys got some. Let's do it. Uh, they can at least pray that Kurt does not come forward. Chris, you're number right. 666, by the way. <laughs> All right, I got 4,000, 4,442. These 4,000s are crushing it. Nope. Keep going. Not a Patreon winner. Nope. Okay, then I have to keep going. Let's see here. One thousand and sixty-nine. Finish strong. 
not a Patreon member. Keep going. My goodness. Bated breath. 2,804. 2084. 2804. 2804. Not a patron. <laughs> one last chance. Last chance right here. All right. 1269. Patreon winner. Okay. Well, so. Dead last. <laughs> Dead last. Got a Patreon winner. All right. Look at that. Kurt, man, I'm rooting for you. I really yeah, am. The Lord wanted you to have a new bow. So if Kurt does not come forward, then we've got a, we got five days. Five days, Kurt. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get at you. August 6th. to contact you. August 6th. So let's so, go ahead, buddy. No, I was just going to, I was going to say like, like that's not the last giveaway we have to talk about today. Hey, what? Yeah. So, uh, we go pretty hard at SoCo with the SoCo mofos. Um, and so what we do is <laughs> Javo is so happy <laughs> about that. Uh, we believe in giving back as much as possible. And we partner with some of the best brands out there. Greg called and's like, Hey, we want to do something special for you guys. This thing isn't even out there yet. We're giving away a carbon fiber predator. I haven't even Mm. held this thing. Has anybody in this group actually held the carbon fiber predator? I've never seen it. Sure. Parker has. Yeah, of course. I have. They had it. Tell us how great it is. They had it at the uh, at the tethered hangout. That was the five year anniversary. Oh, they had yeah. them out there, and um, yeah, they did sweet. I freaking love it, and, yeah. and I'm kind of like it's literally not out yet. Uh, yeah, and so whoever gets this is going to get something that you know you're going to have to wait on it for a minute <laughs> until they at least come out. But you're going to be one of the first people to have one in your hands, and we'll have not paid anything for it. And and I think I think the important shift is the bow was inclusive. The predator is going to be inclusive. We, most of our giveaways are probably going to be geared pretty, pretty heavily towards the Patreon members. Cause they're the guys that are, like I said, financially supporting the show. Um, so the same thing goes meat, buck gets three entries. Shooter buck gets five entries. It's going to be a much smaller pot. We're just sitting at just sub a uh, hundred uh, patrons. So uh, your odds of going of, of winning this, go up and this is not even remotely the end of the giveaways parker and i were just talking with another company about doing a giveaway actually two other companies um so the giveaways are just going to keep coming we're going to keep saying thank you to you guys because you guys are helping us make this a reality helping us grow um and so if you want to be a part of that community you heard it on the intro but if you want to be a part of of the first digital deer camp to come to these patreon hunts which by the way i've got three spots left at the time of this recording i've got three spots left we only take 30 people we want this to be kind of a, a, a close, tight-knit feel, and it is every year. Um, if we hit 30, I will create a wait list, and we can, you know, as cancellations inevitably occur, um, when I can't make it because, you know, my kid's sick, uh, you can have my spot. And, uh, yeah, so I just want to say thanks to everybody. This is huge. This is this is really big, and we've got some really huge plans uh, coming for you guys. So, um, Parker... Tell them about what's going to be up on the website, though. When this um, yeah, I mean, we're going to have some shirts up there. 
um, the SoCo shirts. We're going to have some uh, some articles that are already written that we we put up there too. Um, you know, I'm with with building a community, and like especially in this hunting space. My goal at the end, like whenever whenever I was building this website, I wanted it to be a website that was basically like a billboard for a um, for a group of people, right? And when I say that group, I don't mean us. I'm not talking about us four here. I'm talking about the group, right? Like that's what we want to point everybody towards. We want everybody to be in there just because we think it's valuable, you know, like um, there is an obvious desire for people to, to uh, have that community and, and kind of have that deer camp feel. And I think we do a great job. I think we achieve that through what we've done with this Patreon. And uh, yeah, it's, it's all, it's going to be awesome. Uh, we're going to be, we're planning a hunt right now, planning a couple hunts for our Patreon group. Like, again, I just want to stress, like, we're not, we're not just trying to take people's money. Like we really do feel like there, there's a lot of value mm-hmm. to be had in, in this group. And at the end of the day, if you just want to win stuff and have better odds of winning stuff at a cheap price, like we're going to go pretty hardcore on making sure it's worth your time. Um, so, yep. and then also, you you mentioned the carbon fiber predator. I'm super jacked up about that, but we've got Greg and Ernie coming on next week to talk with us about it, you know, and talk to talk with us about what's going on with tether. They, re- they released a ton of products uh, in this off season and uh new saddle um, like lot stuff coming from them. So we too. Yeah. And, and honestly, like uh, Greg was one of the very first guests I ever had on uh, Southern ground a long time ago. He was like episode eight or six or something like that. And uh, this was before tethered even started. So it feels appropriate, right. To, to have Tether be a huge part of this, uh, of this thing as well. So, yeah, and that was, um, I'm, I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Super excited about the future. Um, I really, 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 truly hope that Matt can uh, live up to not, the expectations. Yeah, not, not cave. <laughs> I may just disappear. I'm hoping Matt doesn't cave under pressure when that first 102 inch deer walks out. And he's like, <laughs> oh, it'll get it'll get shot. <laughs> no, no, no joke. All right, real quick, rapid fire, unplanned, and then we're putting a pin in this damn episode because it's ran on. Um, over and under, 15 deer killed, 15 bucks killed by this group. Over and under, Parker, you taking it? I think it'll well with this group. I'll say this, Brett. Don't take this as an insult because I don't mean it as an insult for you. Uh, I think me and Matt will kill seven bucks combined. I think you could Walt if you had as much time as we do to hunt. Oh yeah, but me and Matt both have. It would Matt be big bucks. Get, but... Matt don't have kids. Matt don't have kids. That, that and I don't even have the same thing else. Honestly, like man, I don't have yeah. kids so that, that helps, and I don't have a I don't have a boss. So yeah, other than my wife, so I can I can kind of make it happen. So uh, you know, I think the rest, however you however you feel like you and Brett can fill in those numbers. That's up to you, baby. I'm good for a good four or five, uh, Brett. You know you're <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even get it out. 
I'm taking I'm taking the under. Brett? Under. Matt? Under. All right. We're gonna underperform this year, boys. It's fifteen bucks considered underperforming? For four of the best <laughs> deer hunters in the South? Yeah. Whatever. No, for real. <laughs> what no, 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 don't put me in that. One of them's not gonna be in the woods. Nah. All right, folks. The other one's having a baby. This this <laughs> <laughs> that one got me right on the tail end of a breath man (laughs) i have you over here wheezing like diabetes boy um and that's that's not you reference that just like have you ever heard i'm gonna stop (laughs) have you heard the diabetes guy laugh he just wheezes like non-stop so i wheeze i know i wheeze (laughs) (laughs) all right folks we have rambled our way through the first episode they're only going to get worse from here so uh we appreciate you tuning in next week is greg we've got a bunch of other stuff and and we're going to kind of tease it because we're able to plan these in advance we're going to be able to tell you what's coming up down the pipe and uh i appreciate each and every one of you for sticking with us this long um till next time welcome to the fire Hmm. goodbye